Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Tainus Daf Tess. We left off on Daf Ches Amid Beis. We are at uh, the two dots on Daf Ches Amid Beis. Kibbutz Kayos Tzedakah Parni Simen. About uh, three lines before the lines get very wide. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored by Debbie and David Edelson, Le'ila Nishmas, David's grandmother, Tasya Rivka Bas Yishayahu in the Shem Shevan Aliyah. It is also sponsored anonymously with the Chosur for Shalema for Harav Yehuda Ben Sarah Devara. He shall for Shalema Besoch Shar Chole Yisrael. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So we are holding at the bottom of Dab Chesam and Beis, and the Gemara is going to talk about first four different statements that Rabbi Yochanan makes uh, about rain for the most part and about giving tzedakah. The Gemara is going to have two statements that Rabbi Yochanan or two conversations that Rabbi Yochanan had with Reish Lakish's child before Reish Lakish's mother, Rabbi Yochanan's uh, sister, sort of rescued the child from the conversation. And then the Gemara is going to tell us how uh, sometimes we have problems that are all of our own doing, and we blame other people for those problems. And the Gemara is going to derive uh, a, a basis for that from the story of Yosef and the Shvatim. And then the Gemara is going to talk about how Parnassah comes to the world in the Zuchus of the Rabbim, and yet we got Parnassah in the Zechus of Moshe Rabbeinu, we got the man in the Zechus of Moshe Rabbeinu, because Moshe Rabbeinu is like a rabbin, since uh, he's such an important person, and he was so needed by the the, uh, the, the rabbin. The Gemara is then going to tell us about three different Talmidim that went from Rava to Rafapa after Rava was no longer alive, and uh, and they died because they didn't show enough respect to Rafapa, because they were always measuring up, measuring him up against Rava, which was an impossible uh, comparison. Then the Gemara is going to tell us that rain comes on, on account of the zechus of a yachid and is very targeted to exactly where it is needed. The Gemara is also going to talk on Ahmed Bez about a small rain before a big rain means that, uh, that, that more is coming and uh, a small rain after a big rain means that it's ending, that, uh, that there's not going to be any more rain. And then the Gemara is going to have a machlokas where rainwater comes from, meaning uh, it sounds almost like a scientific uh, machlokas where there's going to be one, one sheet that's right and one sheet that's it's not right, but we'll see how to deal with that when we get there. So we left off again at the two dots. The last thing we said was, uh, just to, to make a quick ha'ara, on the very last thing we said, we said that uh, that once you count your grain, you're not allowed to daven for it to be successful anymore, because that's going to be a tefillah shav. It's already determined. But when the grain is in the silo and you haven't yet counted it, you haven't yet measured it, then you are allowed to daven for it, because then it's samoy uh, minayin and brachas shara on that which is samoy minayin. So it always bothered me that, uh, that, that if you look in the Gemara and Brachas and Daf Samach, where it talks about uh, Leah davening when she was pregnant with Dina, that the baby should not be a boy, that the baby should be a, should be a girl, so that Rachel won't have to be shortchanged, that uh, she shouldn't have even fewer Shvatim than the Shvachos have. So the Gemara says that, uh, that the baby was changed and became a girl. The baby was originally a boy and became a girl. And the Gemara asks, you're not allowed to do that. That's a Tzvilah Shav. You're not allowed to daven after you're already pregnant. It's already, de- just because nobody knows what the baby is, it's already determined. The baby already is what it is, and therefore it's also to do that. And the Gemara's basic answer, the Gemara gives two answers, but the basic answer was that Leia's allowed to do it. We're not allowed to do that, but Leia's allowed to do that. She's a, an unusual tzedekas, and on her madrega, she's even allowed to daven for miracles. She's even allowed to daven for something that's already been determined. So it always bothered me. Why is it that you're not allowed to daven for the gender of a baby after it's been determined, when nobody knows about it, yet when it comes to the grain in the silo after it's already... 
it's already in the silo, it just hasn't been measured, it hasn't been counted yet, you're allowed to daven for it. It's only once it's measured and counted that you're not allowed to, uh, to daven for it. So it always, uh, always bothered me as a kasha. Didn't see too many Rishonim or Achronim uh, deal with it. I thought maybe the, the simplest pshat is that uh, when, when you're davening for the grain, you're not davening that there should be more grain, that there should be a lot, uh, you know, because that's already been determined. You're davening that there should be bracha. Bracha means that the market conditions should be such that you'll get a good price for this grain, that it won't uh, it won't rot, that uh, you know all sorts of things could be uh, that then the the process of grinding it and turning it into flour, you'll end up with a lot of fine flour. You know there could be all sorts of things that are not yet determined, as opposed to the gender of the baby is already determined. Well, wait a second, if there are all sorts of things that are not yet determined, why can't you daven for the grain after you've already counted it? So that's a separate klal called Eina Bracha Metzia Ayin. That in general, even though it's, it wouldn't take a miracle to, to, for it to be bracha, but bracha is not going to be on something that's already that's already quantified, that's already counted, that you've already been dealing with extensively and have had direct uh, contact with. That's uh, the best answer I can come up with. I haven't seen uh, much. I asked Yitzhak Zilberstein that question once, and he said, no, there's a difference between uh, between a nace and ribui, that whenever something already exists and you just want more of it, that's not really a nace. But, uh, but, but when you're changing a boy to a girl, uh, that's, a, that's a nace. I just don't understand why that would be the case. Meaning if you have one of something, and then all of a sudden it turns into ten of something, that would seem to be pretty, uh, pretty miraculous. I don't know why that's less of a, uh, of a nace. So anyway, so the Gemara invites uh, now. Kibbutz Kayosos Tzedakah, Maiser Parnas Simen. Amr of Yochanan. Gadol Yom HaGisham Kiyom Kibbutz Kalios. First of the four statements were Yochanan, that a rainy day is as great as the day of Kibbutz Kalios. Shnem HaShuvah Hashem HaShuvah that Akkadosh Baruch Hu takes those who are held in captivity like the Afikim, like these streams that flow into an area that needs water desperately. So, so too, Klal Yisrael hopes for Geula uh, to, to satiate our thirst. Ve'in Afikim elamatar. Afikim is a reference to rain. Sheremar ve'iro Afike yam. So you see that uh, that the Lashon of Afike or Afik is a Lashon of Mayim and uh, therefore it's a Lashon of rain. So you see that a rainy day is like Kibbutz Galios, second statement of Rabbi Yochanan. From Rabbi Yochanan, Gadol Yom Hagasham Shafilu Kiyasos Poskospo. On a rainy day, even the violent troops, the, uh, the, uh, the 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 battalions of soldiers, will stop attacking. Shneimer Tzlameha Rave Nachas Kidudeha. That when you're uh, when when you satiate, when you uh, when you, when you provide uh, water for the uh, for the plowed fields, then these soldiers are going to rest and they're not going to go out to do war. I Meaning a lot of times war starts because of poor economic conditions. So if it's going to rain and the fields are going to be successful and everyone's going to ha- be having prosperity, no one's going to feel a need to go out to war. No one likes war. You don't, uh, so so the, what motivates it often is that uh, there's a need for more economic prosperity. So if everyone's experiencing economic prosperity, it's not going to happen as much. When, it, when uh, rain stops, it's on account of the Avera of committing to give tzedakah in public and then not following through on the pledge. They do a public appeal and you, uh, get, you, you volunteer some exorbitant sum of money and then you don't follow through, you don't pay for it. That's what causes the rain to stop. The reason that the, even though there will be clouds and there will be winds, but still the rain will not come is because of a person who takes uh, praise in matas sheker, in some false commitment. He says he's going to give tzedakah, but he doesn't do it. And as soon as he makes that commitment, he says, I'm 
to give, uh, you know, whatever sum of money. Everyone says, ooh, ah, that he's giving such a sum of money. And he's not giving anything. So that's a, because of that, uh, that of that, uh, how he flatters himself with that kind of cover. That's what causes the rain to stop. And then the fourth statement of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, aser ta'aser. What is the possible teaching me when it says, aser ta'aser, they should take maisos from all of your grain. Why is the double lotion of aser te'aser? Aser, bishvil shetesasher. They should take maisos, and by giving maisos, it's going to be a zuchos have ashirus. By giving, it's counterintuitive. Normally, one would assume that the more you give, the less you have. So you would think that it's, uh, that, 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 uh, that, that if you want a schooler for wealth, that this would be the last thing you would do if you want to become wealthy, to, to always be, uh, be giving. But if a person takes care of his maisos obligations properly, and he gives his 10% that he's supposed to give uh, to, 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 to the uh, to the levy, and he gives his uh, his maisa sheni, takes the maisa sheni and maisarani in the proper years. So then it's a zuchus that he's going to uh, that he's going to become wealthy. In fact, Ashkei Rabbi Yochanan the Nukat Lakish, One time Rabbi Yochanan met Reish Lakish's young child, and Amalei Emily Pesukech. He said he was his nephew, so he said, "No, tell me what you're learning in yeshiva. Tell me the pasuk that you uh, learned today." So Amalei, so uh, so the child told Rabbi Yochanan, "I learned the pasuk aser ta'aser." And then the child said, "Amalei, my aser ta'aser." And let me tell you what my Rebbe said about it. You know what aser ta'aser uh, means? Amalei, so Rabbi Yochanan says, "I'll uh, darshan it for you." Aser bishvil shetis asher that uh, you should uh, give maestros so that you will become wealthy. So Amalei, so the child said to Rabbi Yochanan, "Minolach," meaning the kid was learning in yeshiva, so we knew what to ask. Mehechitesi, right? How do you know that that's uh, that that's the case? That uh, that just because you give, it's going to be ashirus. So Amalei, zil nasi. So Rabbi Yochanan said, "Go try it out. Uh, do take maestros of your payrolls and see what happens." So Amalei, the kid said, "Umi shorilu nasuye la'kodesh baruchu." You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to just test Hashem. Vaksiv losinasu es Hashem. Pasuk says losinasu es Hashem alukechem kashen disisim b'masa. You're not allowed to test the ribanu shalom. So how am I allowed to go and uh, test the ribanu shalom and see if he's going to fulfill this uh, haftacha? So, uh, so with tzedakah, you're allowed to all of a sudden uh, test uh, test hakadosh baruch hu. Why is it taka that you're normally not allowed to test hakadosh baruch hu? And uh, and so uh, so first of all, from the, from the from the the chinuch writes that kamokain uh, the chinuch writes mitzvah tavchav dalid who kamokain bechal hasara on the isr of testing Hashem says shalolasos mitzvah Hashem baruch al derech anisayon kolomer sheyasa the mitzvah lenasos imiyugemaleu Hashem kitzidko that a person is not allowed to make a test to see if Hashem will treat you in kind that if you're going to do great mitzvahs that Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to be kind to you lo la avas hakel v'yeraso also and uh, where where the purpose of the mitzvah is no longer ava and yerushalayim and the reason the Sefer Achilah says that we have such an iser is because schar mitzvahs are not really for olam azeh Chazal darshan in the beginning of Sechus of Zara hayom la asosam l'machar lekabel scharim that today we do in, in this world in olam azeh we do the mitzvahs in olam abba we're mekabel schar for the mitzvah so uh, you can't test that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to reward you for mitzvahs because the reward is not meant for this world the w- reward is meant for uh, the next world shitas Rambam in Yisodei Torah Perak Yul Alachahei and in Sefer Mitzvahs is that the Isser is not to test Hashem uh, the, 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 uh, the, not to test the, the, the Navi more than necessary but we learn from this Pasuk also not to test Hashem meaning the primary uh, basic Isser in the Pasuk is that when you have a Navi you know you got to make sure that he's a Navi uh, MS and not a Navi Sheker but don't overdo it you don't uh, test him over and over and over again once he's proven himself he's proven himself and over time as the Nevoos more and more of his Nevoos come true he will enhance his reputation and that's how the Ram describes how a Navi becomes 
becomes a well-known uh, Navi. <clears throat> but our Gemara is telling us an additional level of interpretation that you're also not allowed to test Hashem, except for when it comes to tzedakah. So Rabbi Yochan said to the child, you know how I know? Rabbi Yochan told us that the issue to test Hashem is in all mitzvahs of the Torah, except for this mitzvah of meiser, of, uh, of giving meiser. You could test me with this, says Hashem Tzvakos. I'm going to give so much bracha on account of, uh, on account of this mitzvah. So you see, it's beferish that you're allowed that dafka with this mitzvah. One is allowed to uh, to test Hashem. So wait, we just said why you're not allowed to test Hashem because all the schar for mitzvahs is in olam haba. It's not really in olam hazeh. So why taka? Is there an exception? I see that it's a pasuk that, that there is an exception. But why? Why would there be an exception for the mitzvah of, uh, of tzedakah? So the chinuch writes because the pasuk says in Mishlei malva Hashem chonin dal that it's an unusual thing that when a person is chonin dal when a person gives tzedakah hakadosh baruch hu owes him money. He becomes... He becomes like a lender, Takarosh Baruch because it's like you're taking care of Hashem's children, and Hashem's going to pay you back for uh, for taking care of His children. So any amount of averus that you might do is not going to get in the way of that. Meaning, if I if I owe somebody money, the guy could be a big avaria, and I still owe him the money, right? If I borrow a thousand dollars from somebody, and then I find out the guy was mechal Shabbos yesterday, I still have to pay him back the thousand dollars. Got nothing to do with anything. So if it's malda Hashem chonin dal that Hakadosh Baruch owes me the money, then it, then however many I've I do is going to be entirely uh, irrelevant. However, the Me'iri and the Ben Yoyada say, that, no, 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 a, a person's Averos can prevent the bracha that uh, should be otherwise forthcoming uh, on, on, on account of him uh, giving tzedakah and taking care of his maestro obligation, but the Pashat reading of the Gemara sounds not that way, and the Sefer HaChinuch sounds not that way, that regardless of your Averos, that's what Shemeshkap writes in his famous Hakdama to Shari Yosher, and Hakdama to Shari Yosher, he talks all about this Indian, that, uh, that, that when when it comes to giving, it's, it's it, the, the, all the other mitzvahs and averus you do are low baba cheshbon. When it comes to a person who gives to, who gives tzedakah and who takes care of others, so it's a separate cheshbon. You give tzedakah, you're going to become rich. You're going to become, you're going to become wealthy. And Rav Shimon explains. He gives a mashal. He says, if let's say, imagine you want you had money to invest, so you uh, you were trying out two different uh, two different uh, financial advisors. So one of them uh, is a really really sweet guy. Really, you know, he answers your phone calls every time. And he's uh, and he's always kind to you, and he sends you a birthday card, and he uh, you know he's he's just a really sweet guy. He just has no idea what to do with money. So uh, all the money you give to him, he loses. But he's like he's a sweetheart. And the other guy is uh, he's nasty and he's difficult to deal with. But your money grows like crazy. You know, every every time you invest something with him, he's he's a magician. He turns it into. If he's a magician, you should be a little suspicious. But he's uh, but he's 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 uh, he's fantastic. So uh, so who are you gonna when you have more money to invest? Who are you gonna go to? So you're gonna. You're You'll 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 uh, you'll be very nice to the nice fellow, but you're not going to give him more money to invest. When you have more money to invest, you can go to the guy who knows how to deal with the money. Hakadosh Baruch Hu invests money with us. We're the financial advisors. He gives us some money to, to handle. If we know what to do with it, we're taking care of the poor. We're doing mitzvahs and ma'asim tovim with it. So Hashem's forgetting how, how nice I am to Hashem in other areas of my life. Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to know: Should I invest more money with this person? So that's what Shimon writes that the dafka when it comes to the mitzvah of tzedakah, In fact, Rav uh, Shachtel quotes. 
from Salvechik that he thought that uh, that when a person, let's say, gets an aliyah and they make a mishaberach, that you should be blessed on account of. So uh, you're not allowed to say on account of anything because you're not allowed to test Hashem with any mitzvahs except for tzedakah. So it's always got to be tzedakah. So that's why whenever uh, you notice, whenever Hashem comes to Shabbos and you make a mishaberach, he always makes a neder to give uh, tzedakah and he always leaves me with like a check for something to give to the, to give to the shul because he all, because of this gemara that you're only allowed to test with chuni nabazos only with tzedakah are you allowed to say that uh, that 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 uh, you should be blessed or you're asking for a bracha from Hakadosh Baruch Hu dafka on account of uh, of that uh, of that mitzvah that's what the gemara says that uh, someone who says haomer selazul tzedakah almanasha yichyeh bini harizet tzadikamur that almanasha uh, you're going to get some reward for giving uh, tzedakah so that's fair you're allowed to do that with tzedakah harizet tzadikamur person tzadikamur doesn't mean tzadikamur we shouldn't point out it means tzedakah gemura that it doesn't make you a tzadikamur in every other area of your life it means that you you've uh, completely fulfilled the mitzvah of tzedakah so anyway so uh, says Mar, my ad belidai what does it mean Akash Baruch doesn't give us so much bracha ad belidai what does that phrase mean amram bercham amrav ad sheyivu sifsoseichem ilomar dai till our lips are going to be worn out from saying from saying dai because we're going to have so much uh, we're just going to be so satisfied with it which by the way is not the natural way of things right people normally harot Normally, when people have a certain amount, they they don't say die. They say more, please. You know that's that's always the the way that people's attitude is. So it's a bracha that we should have that sense of being mistopic with what we have. So the child said to Rabbi Yochanan, you know, if I would have gotten up to that pasuk in my learning in Sefer Malachi, I'm still a little kid. I'm not up to Sefer Malachi yet. But had I had I uh, gotten to that pasuk, I wouldn't have needed your drasha of Aser Bishvil Shetis Asher because I wouldn't have needed the drasha that Rabbi Yoshaya that uh, that he quoted from Sefer Malachi to learn that you're allowed to test Hashem with Meiser because I would have known it on my own from the Pasuk of Avuchunini Navazos. So sometimes you need to have a little bikiyas in order to be able to uh, you know in order to be able to see all the messages that are out there and you don't necessarily need to have every drasha on uh, you know on a deeper level on the on the psukim you just need to know more psukim. Another uh, on another occasion. Rabbi Yochanan saw Reish Lakish's child, his nephew, the Yasef Amar, that was saying the pasuk, "Ivelas Adam to Salif Darko, Valashem Yisaf Libo." That because a person does something wrong, he acts like a fool. His uh, his his path is all messed up, and the Hakadosh uh, Baruch gets angry at him, and he does, and and and, and he starts suffering, and and Alashem uh, Yisaf Libo, and he gets angry at Hashem. Why is Hashem doing this to me? It's because of his own doing, but he gets angry at Hashem. So yes, Rabbi Yochanan will come to Amar. Rabbi Yochanan was sitting there, and he uh, was wondering, Amar me is it possible that there's something that's written in Ksuvim and there's no remez to it in the Torah? Can't be. All of Sifri and Nevi'im Ksuvim are based in the Torah. There always has to be a remez to Sifri and Nevi'im Ksuvim in the, uh, in, the, in, in, in the Torah. That's what the Chazal tell us, that the Nevi'im Ksuvim are going to be battled because we're going to know how to derive all of those messages from the Torah itself. The Torah is the basis for everything. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky in his Mavo to, uh, to Limit Amikra at the beginning of Sefer Amos Yaakov says it's similar to the relationship between Mishnayus and Brysos. That uh, everything that you find in a Brysa is just an expansion of that which it says in the Mishnah. But if you know how to read the Mishnah really well, you would see the messages of the Brysos already uh, already incorporated in the Mishnah. So you have the, such a similar thing with uh, with with uh, Chumish and the rest of Nach. So the child said to Rabbi Yochanan, Atu hamilo remizi? What, you think there's no remez in the Pasuk? Of course there's a remez in Chumish. Vaksiv, when it talks about the Shvatim going down to Mitzrayim and meeting Yosef after uh, he suspected them of 
being meraglim, so vayatza liba meyachredu ishalachiv leimar. Mazos asa elokim lanu. They start looking at each other. Oivei, he's accusing us of uh, being of being spies. What's Hashem doing to us? And they didn't realize that the onish was coming because of their own avera, because of what they did, the mechiras yosef. What they 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 made their own bed. So that's the remez that the to the yisod that it says explicitly in Sefer Mishlei. So Rabbi Yochanan was very impressed that the child was such a sharp child. So uh, now he wanted to see the child. Rabbi Yochanan had a problem with his eyes. He had these heavy eyelids. It was difficult for him to open his eyes and to see. But this was worth the effort. A child that was such uh, so, so sharp. He wanted to, he wanted to see the child. So he lifted up his eyes to uh, to to look at the uh, at at the child. That's what uh, Rashi writes because he had uh, he had he had very large uh, eyelids or uh, you know or eyelashes or something that covered his eyes and he, he had to like manually uh, lift them. The Gemara says in Babakama Kufiyudzayin that he had like mezalge kesef to he had like these uh, these silver forks or some sort of a utensil that would lift up his uh, eyelids because they were so difficult to, to lift up, which is hard to picture. Uh, it's also the Gemara says in Masechus Brachos Rabbi Yochanan was the most beautiful man uh, in the world. The Gemara in Masechus Brachos the Gemara tells us that's how the shidduch was made with Rabbi Yochanan's sister and Reish Lakish because Reish Lakish saw Rabbi Yochanan and said, "Wow, that is one magnificent looking man. I wonder if he has a sister." So that was uh, that, and that's how Reish Lakish did tshuva and uh, the whole uh, the whole the, the relationship developed. So uh, you know, obviously, some other definition of beauty than uh, 21st century American uh, definition of beauty. But he had these very heavy eyelids, so he wanted to go and uh, look at. Uh, the child. Right away, the, the child's mother came and, and, and took the child away. That Rabbi Yochanan shouldn't be able to look at him. So the child's mother, meaning Rabbi Yochanan's sister. So I'm relay. So the, the, uh, she said to the child, Get out of there. I don't want him to do to you what he did to your father. Uh, because uh, when he was no saying enough on your father, your, fa- your father died. The Gemara says, That story. Rabbi Yochanan did it to Rabbi Yochanan into a gal shalatzamos. So the Magadim Chadashim, he asked, and over there it doesn't say that he killed him with Ayin Hara. It says that Reish Lakish died from, because of the Chalisha Sadas that he caused Rabbi Yochanan to have. So what does it mean uh, that, he, uh, that, 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 that uh, he hurt him with his eyes? But apparently that's how he did it, that he caused Chalisha Sadas. So Rabbi Yochanan gave Reish Lakish a look, and that's when Reish Lakish dropped dead. He either returned to a gal shalatzamos, whatever that, uh, that means, but he, uh, he dropped dead, and therefore the mother wanted to save the child from suffering the same fate. So once we mention Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara tells us another member of Rabbi Yochanan. Bam Rabbi Yochanan, matar bishvil yachid. Rain comes down even on account of the zechus of an individual. But parnasa bishvil rabin. But uh, actual uh, extra bracha only comes to the world because of the masses. When when many people need to be uh, to, to be fed and uh, need a lot of uh, bracha, that bracha only in the zechus if the rabim are zochet to it. But a yachid who needs bracha in his own tevua. Baruch Hu is not going to change uh, what was supposed to happen this year on account of the Yachid. He's going to leave the original Gezer or whatever was decided on Rosh Hashanah. He's going to leave that in place. So, Matar Bishul Yachid. How do I know that rain comes down on account of a Yachid? Because the Pasuk says, uh, So, from the fact that it says, Matar Artsicha, Loshon Yachid, sounds like even for one person's land, one person's field, Hashem is going to make it rain. Parnasa Bishul 
Rabbim, but Parnasa comes on account of the Rabbim, on account of the masses. Tirsiv hinni mamtir lachem lechem min hashemayim, etc. So you see, when it comes to the man, there was a special bracha that it says lachem belashon Rabbim that only a tzibur that's a Rabbim, only on account of a tzibur that's a Rabbim does the Kodesh Baruch Hu give Parnasa, does the Kodesh Baruch Hu give actual mazon. So the Gemara asks on Rabbi Yochanan, Meisvei Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Meisvei Rabbi Yosi, for Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda says. There were three great leaders for the Jewish people in the generation of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and they in each of them, in, in the Zuchus of each of them, we got something special. Eluhain, Moshe, Aaron, Umiriam, Yadam, and there were three great matanos that we received in the Zuchus of these three siblings of Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam. Ve'eluhain, Be'er, Va'anan, Uman. The Be'er for uh, for to, for for uh, water to drink and uh, the the that, that uh, traveled with us in the Midbar to protect us and the man that gave us what to eat Be'er b'zchus Miriam, Amul Anan b'zchus Aaron. The Be'er was in Miriam b'zchus. The Anan, the Anan covered were in Aaron b'zchus, and Man b'zchus Moshe. And the Man was uh, was uh, was in the b'zchus of uh, of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why it's called Be'era Shel Miriam because until Miriam died, we were we, we, we had water from it only on account of her uh, of her b'zchus. Uh, that uh, so so uh, so Be'era Shel Miriam. So we have all these three things. But then Mesa Miriam Miriam died, and Nistalka Be'er, and the Be'er dis- disappeared. And uh, we, how do I know that Shnamar Kasapasuk says that Vatamas Shah Miriam Uksiv Basrain it says after the death of Miriam Vulo Hayamayam La Eda, all of a sudden we didn't have any water anymore, and that's why everyone came by Yikalu the Pasuk says Vayikalu al Moshvar and everyone came complaining to Moshe and Aaron. So you see from the from the smichus of Miriam's death and the cessation of uh, water that the water must have been there on account of Miriam. But then it returned back on the in the Zhus of both Moshe and Aaron. Mace Aaron, then Aaron Akoin died, Nistalko and Anani Kavod, and the Anani Kavod uh, disappeared. Shanemar Yishma Kanani Melech Harad, because uh, the Pasuk says that the Kanani Melech Harad uh, heard and uh, they therefore attacked. So, Mashmur Shama, what did they hear exactly that caused them to go start a war with Klal Yisrael? Shama Shemes Aaron, Nistalko and Anani Kavod, that they heard that Aaron Akoin died, and therefore the Anani Kavod are no longer protecting Klal Yisrael. And they figured that if Akrosh Baruch Hu took away the Anani Kavod, in Israel. So that's an open invitation to go fight a war with Klal Yisrael. Up until now, they've been protected by the Anani Kavod, who was a brachal of Atala to go fight a war. You're not going to get anywhere. But now that the Anani Kavod are gone, it's a perfect opportunity. And that's why the Sukkim say prior to that, that don't read it as that they saw that Aaron died. That it was a lesson of Giloi uh, that, uh, that, that, that became revealed to them. Because uh, Aaron died uh, and the Anani Kavod uh, were removed, and uh, they, they were therefore open to uh, to the meaning, they were now revealed, they were now uh, visible, they were now exposed. That's what it means. The word ki in the Torah can mean four different things. It can mean e, it can mean if, like a condition. It can mean dilma, it can mean uh, like maybe, like a suffix. It can mean ella, which is rejecting a previous. You know, uh, like rather, you know, uh, not this, rather, Ella, that. So, rejecting a previous assumption. And it could mean daha, it could mean because, as giving reason. So, over here, it's giving reason. And it's saying, Vayiru Kala'eda, that uh, they became exposed. Why? Kimes Arun, because Arun died. And when Arun died, the Anani Kavod disappeared, and therefore they were exposed and they were open to uh, to attack. 
So Chazu Shneim b'Zchus Moshe. Both of the uh, both of them returned in the Zchus of, uh, of of Moshe Rabbeinu. So that was the. Uh, that was the 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 uh, three things that we were zocha for these three tzaddikim. So Meis Moshe, then Moshe Rabbeinu died, and Talku Kulan, and everything disappeared again. The Be'er, the Man, and the and, and the Anani Kavod all disappeared. Shenemar Vechad Shloshes Saroim Biyerech Echad. So the pasuk is uh, talking about Moshe Aaron and Miriam because we don't find three uh, three three leaders that led Klal Yisrael together at any other point in history except for these three, except for these three siblings, Moshe Aaron and Miriam. Biyerech Echad Meisu. Did they all die in one month? Valo Miriam Mesa Benisan. Miriam died in in Chodesh Nisan. Uh, we learned that from the fact that it says in Sefer Bamidbar in Parachav, Vayevo Bnei Shal Kaleid the Midbar Tzim Bechodesh Harishon, Vayashava Am Bakadesh, Vatamasha Miriam, Vatikavasham. It says Bechodesh Harishon. Bechodesh Harishon always means Nisan. And Aaron Baav. Aaron died in Chodesh Av. That's also Mefurish in the Pasuk. The Aaron's yard side is explicit in the Torah. Vayal Aaron Akoyed Al Har Al Pi Hashem Vayamasham Bishnas Harbam and Seis Minisol Mitzrayim Bechodesh. Is the yard site of Arna Kohen. Moshe Rabbeinu died in Chodesh Adar. The Gemara Darshan's Maseches Megillah, Daf Yud Gimel, and Kiddush Adam Ches, that Moshe Rabbeinu died Dafka on Zion Adar. So, how can the, Mace, the, the Navi say they all died in one month? They died in three totally different months. El Malamich and Nisbat Lushoshim Matanus Tovish Nitnual Yodon, Vinistalku Kulan Biarachechon, that the three great Matanus that we received on account of these three leaders, that it was as if they all died in one month, because they kept on coming back in the zechus of whoever remained, but then when Moshe Rabbeinu died, all of it was gone, and therefore it was as if they all died in one month. So, but, but why do we quote all of this? Alma, Ashkan Parnasa Bishvil Yachid. Because Rabbi Yochanan taught this Chiddush, that Parnasa comes to the world only Bishvil Rabbim. Rain will come Bishvil Yachid. Parnasa is only Bishvil Rabbim. But over here you have Parnasa, that, meaning the man is Parnasa, and it comes on account of Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu is a Yachid. Says no, no, no. Shiny Moshe, even the Rabbim who bayu kerachim damu. Since uh, he asked for the man for the for the sake of Klal Yisrael, he's considered like the Rabbim. So even though the man was in his zechus, the zechus of Yachid, it's a tzorech Rabbim. And since uh, it was his uh, his request was the tzorech Rabbim, he's considered like a Rabbim. So once we quote the pasuk of Achir Shloshes Haroim, the Gemara brings a, a story that relates to this pasuk. Rav Huna Bar Menuach, Rav Shmuel Bar Yidi, Rav Chia Mivastanya. These three Talmidim were uh, used to learn by Rava. And then when Rava passed away, they needed a new Rebbe. So they went to Rav Papa. A person always needs a Rebbe. So when the Rebbe passes away, they go find a new Rebbe. So anytime Rav Papa would say Chiddush and uh, they didn't think it made sense, they would make uh, these motions to each other because uh, they, as if to say, ah, if we only had Rava, he would know how to explain things properly. Properly. So, so they were only being Marames, right? So the Talmidim, when they're only Marames to each other, they assume the Rebbe doesn't see and the Rebbe doesn't pick up on it. But he realized what they were doing. He realized that they were uh, mocking his shear. So he started feeling very upset. So he was shown a Pasuk in a dream, and that was a uh, remez that all three of these Talmidim are going to die because they're being Mevayesh, Rav Papa. So the next day, when they were taking leave of Rav Papa, at the end of the Year, they would always say goodbye. They would always take leave of him. Some of them 
to be mivakish roshus to leave. You always mivakish roshus from a gadol. So they would say, he said to them, lizlu rabban b'shalma that maybe you should find a different yeshiva. You should go b'shalom and learn by a different rabbi because he understood that uh, it was going to be very bad for them to continue to learn by him. They were all going to be punished for uh, for learning by him. He didn't want to be the cause of their punishment. So he was telling them, go b'shalom and go somewhere else because uh, this isn't good for you. Rav Sim Barashi have Rav Papa. Rav Sim Barashi used to learn Torah by Rav Papa. Have Makshalei Tuva, and he would attack him with real with the questions. Um, uh, the, uh, the the so Yom Echad Chazia Tenafal Al Ape. One time Rav Simi uh, saw that uh, that uh, when Rav Papa was saying Tachlan, when he fell on his face to Davin, Shami Da Amar, he heard in his Tefillah that he was saying Rachmanu Litzlan Mikisufa Dishimi that Hashem should save me from the embarrassment I feel every time Shimi asked me a question. Kabbal Leish Tikusa. So Rav Simi said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to ask any questions anymore. Visulu Akshilei. I'm going to be quiet. I'm not going to ask him anything because apparently it's causing him so much distress that he's feeling embarrassed because I'm attacking him in the middle of the shir all the time. So once we tell uh, Rabbi Yochanan's idea that rain comes down on the sake, for the sake of a yachid, the Gemara says that there are other people that also agree to this idea of Rabbi Yochanan. And there's a source for this idea of Rabbi Yochanan that even though Parnas only comes Bishvil Rabbim, but rain comes bishvil yachid. That rain comes on account of a uh, of a, of a yachid. How do I know that rain comes on account of a yachid? So for an ish, for one man, and for asef, for one piece of grass that needs rain, it's going to rain. So you might think that Hakadosh uh, Baruch is not going to give rain unless. Every Everyone needs it. Tamalomar leish. That's why Dafka says leish. That even for one person who needs rain, Hashem is going to cause it to rain. Vitanya and the Brisa says further leish. If it only would have said leish, yachal lekol sedosav. I might think that if if you have one very special person and all of his fields need rain, that will be enough reason for Hashem to bring rain. Tamalomar sada. That's why the pasuk says sada. That even just if one of his fields require rain, Hashem will make it rain. E sada yachal lekol sada. If it only said sada. You would think, yeah, yeah, but the whole field must need rain in order for Hashem to make it rain. Tamalomar Asev. That's why the Pasuk says Asev, that even if only a single Asev Basada, a single vegetable, single blade of grass, a single something in the field uh, needs rain, Hashem will make make it rain for, for all of his fields, for everything, uh, on account of that one person's singular need. Kiyadr of Daniel Barkatina, and the Gemara brings a Maisa that relates to this. Daniel Barkatina, Avalea he had a certain garden, every day he would go to look and see what's doing with his garden. And when he checked uh, how things were doing, he would say this row uh, could use some more water and the next row doesn't need so much water it's perfect water would ruin it it's perfectly fine in terms of how it's doing with water and he was such a special person he was Zoha that it rained Davka on the rows of his field that needed water and the rows of his field that didn't need water they didn't didn't, uh, didn't rain on so my Hashem Chazizim what's the Hemshech of the Pasuk it says that Hashem makes Chazizim, Belashon Rabbim. Some Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Chanina, Melamit Shekot Tzadik, V'Tzadik HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Oselo Chaziz, Bifnei Atzmo. That each Tzadik gets his own cloud for himself to to uh, to 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 to, uh, to saturate his fields. That, uh, that that everyone gets their their own uh, their own cloud. And Belashon Chazizim is uh, the anonym of many Tzadikim. So ask the Gemara, My Chazizim. Uh, what, what what are these Chazizim?
there are special clouds that empty out rain. A simon for a lot of rain is parchos, is when these kinds of clouds appear in the skies. My parchos, the way to spot such a cloud is if you have uh, like uh, um, uh, thin clouds that are right underneath very thick clouds. That's an indication that you've spotted one of these special bracha, bracha clouds because the, uh, the thin clouds are closer to the ground and uh, the, so the rain will come, will come first from the thin clouds so it will be a light rain first but then ultimately when the rain arrives from the uh, thicker clouds it's going to really start to rain more heavily and that's normally a gishme bracha when it starts off light and then it gets much heavier over time. So Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Nihila Mekami Mitra, and Rabbi Yehuda makes that exact point, that if you have a light rain prior to a more heavy rain, Asi Mitra, you know that it's going to be a lot of rain, it's not going to stop so soon. Basar Mitra, but if there's a light rain after a heavy rain, then Pasik Mitra, then you know that the rain is going to stop soon. Mekami Mitra, Asi Mitra, Vesimanayich Maholta, the simon is uh, a, a sieve where you sift uh, flour, that when you sift flour, originally, uh, initially the, uh, the the soft pieces come through, and then the big pieces, whereas rain, the Basar Mitra, Pasik Mitra, Vesimanayich, Charya Di'izi, the simon, to remember it, is the uh, the excrement of goats, that originally comes out big, and then comes out uh, small, if you're familiar with those things. I guess it was a good simon to uh, to remember these things. So Ula Ikla Bavel. Ula one time went to uh, Bavel, Chaza Parchos, and he saw these are not in Parchos. He saw these kinds of clouds. So uh, they're a, they're a sign for you. Read those So he told the people there, Panu Mani Mitra, get your kalim out of the chutz or bring them inside because they're going to get ruined because it's going to rain very very soon. Mitra, and then it didn't rain. So uh, it was a false alarm. So Amar Kiechid Meshakim Bavloi, Hachim Meshakim Mitrayu. He's so just like the Babylonians are a bunch of liars, so too their rain is a, is a liar. That even when there are all the simon that it's going to rain, it's a, it's a lie. It doesn't actually end up uh, end up raining. Um, that's why we, we, the Marsha points back to the Gemara we had earlier, that the rain stops because of the Aveira uh, of Poskit Tzedakal Rabbim Ve'inam Nosnim, that uh, meaning it's, it, the rain doesn't come on account of the liars, on account of people that say that they're going to give and don't give. So what does it mean the rain doesn't come? It means that it looks like it's going to rain, it looks like it's about to happen and then it doesn't happen, just like the guy who's Poskit Tzedakah who says, yeah, I'm going to give and then he doesn't give. So that's it, it happens in that way as a Midah Keneged uh, Midah. Ula Ikla Labavel. So Gemara tells another story with Ula. Ula went to Babel. Chazi Malot Sana de Tamri Bezuza. He saw that the price of dates that, uh, that that would make honey was very cheap, that you could fill a whole basket of dates for one zuz. Amar Malot Sana de Duvsha, a whole basket full of honey, Bezuza, for one zuz. Bavloi Loaski Baraisa, and with such plenty and with such uh, a bracha, the Babylonians aren't learning Torah all day. They have so much. They have so they have more Parnassan than they could ever need. Why aren't they learning Torah constantly? So, Belay, let's say, I mean, What's the point of bracha, right? What's the point of all this if you're not gonna if you're not gonna learn Torah, right? That's the mice that happened when they had the uh, the, the dot com uh, boom. Someone made a ton of money and they were very nervous about Ayin Hara. So they went to Rechaim Kanievsky and they said that uh, we're very nervous about Ayin Hara that we have all this money now. So he said, oh, so now that you have this money, so you, you, you take off from the mornings and you learn. So no, now I have all this money. I got to figure out what to do with this money. I got to work even harder. So, so, so no one's gonna be jealous of you. Don't worry about it. So you're you're gonna, you're gonna be fine. 
Meaning, well, what's to be jealous of if you don't have more time to be osik baraisa? So belaylitz yaru. So that night, they, uh, the, 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 when he was eating, when he ate all these delicious dates, it caused him major stomach pains. And changed his whole tune. He said that people eat this stuff that damages your stomach so much. I can't imagine that they ever learned Torah. How do you learn Torah when you're suffering so much from these stomach aches? The entire world uh, is, uh, is 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 somehow uh, supported from the from from the uh, from the water that comes from the from the ocean. Um, uh, that a cloud fills up from water that comes from the ground and it goes up to the sky and from there it comes down and it uh, and 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 it provides rain for the for the ground. Could it be that the source of the rain is from the yam? How could that be? That the water comes from the ocean, goes in and, and evaporates, goes into the to the air and makes clouds and then comes back down. But the water that comes down is fresh water. The water of the ocean is salt water. So it doesn't make sense that it would be the same. So Rabbi Lozer responded to him that Mismatkin uh, Ba'avim. Yeah, it gets, uh, it gets clean, it gets uh, sweetened, uh, you know, and uh, the salt goes away when it's, uh, when it's up in the, in the clouds. So Rabbi Yeshua, Omer Kolom no, that's not the way rain works. The way rain works is it comes from the Mayim Ha'elyonim, from the waters in the sky, not from the waters of the ocean. Because the Pasuk says, But what do I do with the Pasuk? That a mist ascends from, from, from down below. That the clouds uh, go up to the Rakia, they open up, uh, you know, uh, there's a, they open up like a, like a, like a, a, a door on a box that opens up, and uh, and and all the meimater goes into the clouds, and then the clouds uh, disperses that throughout the uh, throughout the world. It's like a uh, you know one of those um, uh, you know for for when you plant uh, you know one of those watering uh, planters that you uh, you know that you, you pour a lot of water in the top, and then when you're watering your plants, it uh, spritzes out in, uh, you know, in small amounts. So that's what a cloud is. It has like an opening at the top and a ton of water gets put in, and then there are like these little holes on the bottom, and that spritzes out to, uh, to water the, uh, to water everything that needs watering over here. So, so and in between each drop of rain is just like a hair's uh, width. That the Yom Hashem is as great as the day that Shemayim Varetz were created. Shemar also gedolos in cheker uksiv anosin matar al pnei aretz uksiv laalan halo yadati im lo shemata elukei olam Hashem in cheker letvunaso. That the lashon cheker is used in briasa olam. So you see that a rainy day is uh, is is uh, the same lashon is used to describe a rainy day as briasa Shemayim Varetz. So they're 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 the equivalent of each other. Keman asla haduksiv who's uh, the the pasuk following. Uh, who, when when the pasuk says Mashka Harim Me'ali Yosef, Sam Rabbi Yochan Me'ali Yosef Shal Kodesh Baruch Hu. It means Me'ali Yosef Shal Kodesh Baruch Hu that the source of rain is from the Mayim Elyonim. It doesn't mean that uh, Kodesh Baruch Hu is is Omeid Ba'ali Yosef and is Mashka the uh, the the Aretz that's down below. It means that it comes from the uh, from from the source of rain is from the Mayim Elyonim. Keman Rabbi Yeshua. That assumes like Rabbi Yeshua that all the world gets rain from the Mayim Elyonim and not like uh, 
like who was it, Rabbi Eliezer, who said that it comes from, uh, from yeah, that Rabbi Eliezer said that it comes from the ocean, that the water evaporates from the ocean and then makes clouds. For Rabbi Eliezer, and Rabbi Eliezer could, uh, could say, could dash in the pasuk, even the salki lahasam, once the water goes up into the clouds, mashkem el yosef karilu. That's also called mashkem el yosef because it's also coming down from the skies. Because if you don't say, if you don't say that, uh, that the mel yosef is love dafka, so when it says in the klolos that Hashem is going to give him a tar ascha, evek for offer mina shamayim, hechi mishkachsa, there's no offer that comes from shamayim. El kivin demadli lahasa must be that since it's going to be blown up to the sky and then fall back down on earth, mina shamayim karile, that's also called that it comes mina shamayim. So achanami kivin de salki lahasa mel yosef karile. You want to know how the water can come, mel yosef, it really starts down here, but it goes up and then comes back down. So that's why it's called mel yosef. And last one, keman al and what causes the the granaries to be full of uh, grain? It's the tahomos. It's the water that comes from the tahomos, from the depths. So that's Karabi Eliezer. That's exactly like Rabbi Eliezer, that the water comes from down here initially. It goes up to the sky and then comes back down. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua would respond, no. That's talking about when a Baruch created the world, that it was uh, flooded with water, and he gathered all the water to one place, like a person who gathers mayim into, uh, into a receptacle, and he put it in otsaros, and that's what the Pesach says, no sin but otsaros tahomos, that because Hashem gathered all that water, so now that water is going to supply humanity forever. But, not, uh, but, but now, every time it rains, it, start, it originates in the sky, it doesn't originate from down here, so this is the machlokas, Rabbi Lez, Rabbi Shua, how it, uh, how it rains. But Hashem, tomorrow we'll pick up a ton of Rabbanon, on the top of Yudam Radov.